I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode brings latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. In the current episode, I'm joined with Sheep Ireland's Dr. Alan Bohan to discuss the data quality index and performance recording on commercial farms. We start with Alan explaining what the data quality index or the DQI is and why it is an important measure for pedigree breeders and potential customers alike. Alan discusses the key steps pedigree breeders can take to improve their DQI score and some of the changes to the system for the coming season. We move on to discuss the topic of performance recording in commercial flocks. It's an important element of Sheep Ireland's overall evaluation and Alan shares some of his findings on the cost benefit of performance recording on commercial sheep farms. The DQI, as you said, is our data quality index. It's, it's Sheep Ireland's measure of the quality and quantity of data being collected on Land Plus farms. Um, so we look at, at three main things when, when data is coming into us. We're looking at the completeness, the timeliness, and the quality of the data coming in. So by completeness, we're talking about, for example, if you have 100 lambs that you're recording birth weights on, if you've only 90 lambs recorded, that's at 90% completeness. Timeliness, then, we're looking to get information uploaded quickly onto the database. So instead of uh, a farmer taking birth weights and, and lambing difficulty scores and not uploading them for two months or three months, leaving them in a diary. We'd like to see them you know, uploaded to the database, roughly, we say, after every cycle of so roughly every 17 days. And then the other thing is quality. So we're looking at, for example, we'll take lambing difficulty. Again, there's a good spread in the data that it's not just all uh, unassisted lambings, that there's some variation in the data coming into us. So obviously, Alan, for a commercial breeder that's interested in purchasing the RAM, Flocks that have high DQI are more engaged in the process. They're putting more information that's really feeding that index. Um, I think it's fair to say, like the flocks with high DQI tend to be the more engaged ones in genetic progress. Yeah, so that's the big the big benefit of having a high DQI for a pedigree breeder is that you increase that buyer confidence. So, if you're a commercial buyer looking at, at a, a flock with a high DQI, you can know that there's a huge amount of quality data coming in that flock. The, the accuracies are going to be higher on the indexes and the breeder can stand over them better because there's more data behind it. And as you're mentioning there, our um, data over the last couple of years has shown that the high DQI flocks, they're more engaged with data recording and the breed improvement program, and they are the flocks that are making the most gain on both the replacement and the terminal index. And obviously enough, if you're a commercial breeder um, that's, that's buying a buying around a flock that's making a lot of genetic gain, that genetic gain is going to be translated into your own flock. And you're, you're really getting the benefit from some of them hard, maybe, seed traits. Like just from a pedigree breeder point of view, how did they go about improving their DQI? Or maybe how did they start off finding it first and improving it? Yeah, well, so for a pedigree breeder, the first thing is when they go onto their, their Land Plus um, profile, they can see their DQI, where it is at the minute. And we give out the five main areas for improvement. So there's several different aspects of data recording across the year that, that combine into giving them their DQI score. But let's say, for example, if their uh, timeliness of their lambing difficulty is, um, is lacking, they'll be highlighted the areas where they need improvement and um, that can help them um, you know, improve their DQI and the areas where they're lacking. It's like, it's like a lot of aspects in genetic improvement is always evolving. I know there's been some changes to the DQI, the whole system with the DQI in particular. There probably is a perception out there, Alan, that it's slightly easier for smaller flocks, given the smaller number of animals to record 
get high DQI scores, but that has possibly changed slightly in the past year. Yeah, so look, as with all aspects of Sheep Ireland, the DQI, we're always trying to improve it and make it better from a breeder feedback. With regard to the, the flock sizes, obviously there's going to be huge variation in data recording techniques and uh, across different flock sizes. There would have been a perception there with, with smaller flocks, as you're saying, it'd be easier to record the data. But then again, you have things like smaller flocks are, are they're maybe slightly punished with the percentages. So, for example, if you have um, if you had a small flock of, we'd say, 10 pedigree lambs, you could quite possibly have no mortality on that flock um, compared to then a, a really large flock with 500 lambs or a really big number of lambs, huge amount of data to record. So that one of the improvements we've made this year is to make the, um, the, the DQI is now calculated, taking into account the flock size and the number of animals in the flock. So them really small or, or really large flocks aren't being penalised one way or the other. So that kind of gets over the obstacle of the variation in the flock and then just the sheer numbers in the bigger flocks. Uh, I'm just thinking as well, like, there are some of the pedigree flocks out there obviously running commercial flocks alongside them and recording them, which is very important. It was possibly seen as a hindrance for some pedigree breeders previously because the whole flock was maybe taken as one. That has changed slightly as well in the past year. Yeah, so that's a, another big improvement we've made this year that we're, we're very happy with is we've actually split the DQI now into what we call a dual DQI. So if you have a, a flock that has both pedigree and commercial animals, they're now both treated differently with regard to the DQI. So previous to this, if you take the example of a flock with, we'll say, 20 pedigree animals and, and 20 commercials, um, if they were recording data on both of them, and, and it might not be always feasible to... Um, collect the same level of data on your commercial animals as your pedigrees. So if you're collecting less information on your commercial flock, um, your DQI for your pedigrees would have been dragged down. And, and that's the DQI that's important for, let's say, getting into the RAM Plus sale or getting into, um, that's entered into the catalog, sales catalogs. Mm -hmm. So when, it's, when they're treated differently now, let's say, for example, you have 20 pedigree O's and 200 commercials you wouldn't be recording the same level of data on them 200 lambs, it just wouldn't be feasible with time and all the rest of it. So you can have your, your separate DQI for commercials, but yet still be data recording. Um, and it's, look, we're seeing that as a, a really good thing for information flowing into the Sheep Ireland database, because what was happening before was we pedigree breeders who were interested in performance recording their commercials, but were just nervous about doing that performance recording in case it hindered their, their pedigree DQI and their access to sales or, or how it looked in the sales catalog, for example. Look, you touched on it there. I suppose it is one of the challenges in the sheep sector. We don't have a readily available data stream because of recording, and certainly parentage. Um, there is a significant volume of commercial data going into Sheep Ireland, but it is a challenge to possibly increase that in the coming seasons. Yeah, so look, as you've said, there, there is a huge amount of commercial data already flowing into the database through um, the CPT flocks and the, the Chagas Better Farm flocks. And we have a, we have a good, uh, good few commercial flocks at the minute, but that's obviously an area we want to grow because the reality is all this data in Sheep Ireland is to improve the, the profitability of our, our national flock. And obviously, the majority of that is, is commercial flocks. Um, so we see this... Um, the split DQI has been a way of improving or increasing the amount of commercial data coming in. 
as well as that, we're, we're you know working with commercial farmers now. We've seen a big uptake in it. We're commercial farmers just wanting to performance record their flocks this year. Our our app, for example, uh, it's a great recording tool for commercial farmers who just want to get an idea of the level of mortality or the, the growth rates that's happening on the flock. So there's a huge amount of, of gains there for commercial farmers. And something you just touched on there, like performance recording, we've, we've been kind of talking about this for a long time, but when it's actually put into practice, Alan, it does yield a financial return for the flocks that are engaging in that. Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it's it's something that seems kind of, of scary or a, a very big deal for commercial flocks who may not be used to it. And we all have our own kind of type of performance recording that we might be doing, let's say, picking out our, our twin yo lambs or, or weighing them at weaning time or whatever. But when we take it in, a sheep, in the context of sheep Ireland where we're talking about uh, tagging lambs at birth and matching them to mothers and uh, following them right through their growth, uh, growth through their life, when we link up with something like the Sheep Ireland app, a commercial farm has a huge amount of information there and reports such as lambing reports and growth reports that he can use or she can use to you know, pick out the top performing animals in the flock and then obviously improve the body of the flock. Um, one thing we've recently looked at is um, in my, during my PhD, I developed the, the Chagas Lamb production model, which looked at the economics of, of sheep production. And one thing we've been working on is to answer that question of if you're a commercial farmer thinking about performance record, so you're saying I'll have to tag all these lambs with EID tags, I have to buy an EID reader and this kind of stuff, and I'm putting a lot more work trying to uh, do all this performance recording. Is it going to be financially worthwhile? Does it make sense to go to all this effort? And obviously that's a, a big question for our sheep farmers. Um, so it's one thing we looked into. We said we'd, we'd take an example of 100 joes uh, with the, an average flock of, of two and a half star yos mating them to five star rams. And I, we, like I just said, we, we said we'd put in a full cost of tagging, we put in the cost of the ID readers, and obviously if we're selecting our high performance animals for our five star replacement yo lambs, um, and what it also does, forms according, is highlighting them yos that are, you're really, your flock is carrying. So them low performing yos that are costing every bit as much to feed and keep just not producing enough lamb to, to justify themselves. So we're increasing the replacement rate from 20 to 25% there to allow us to get rid of them um, low performers. So what we, what we kind of found was it, it took us a couple of years to get up and running, because obviously if you start performance recording this spring, it's going to be two years before them lambs that you're finding are actually lambing down themselves. So we increased the, um, the star rating of the, the flock from two and a half to, to five stars on average across across eight years. And um, what we were finding, Kieran, was that it is making financial sense. So it, it upped our uh, net profit per yo by five euro 60 per yo. And what's actually really interesting here was when I put in a full um, labor cost of, of, at 12 euro 50 an hour, so that's a full cost of, um, you know, recording the, tagging the animals, uh, recording them at birth and, and taking the time to weigh your yos and weigh your lambs. So there's a huge amount of labour going in there. It still improved our net profit per yo by €2.77. So as you well know, Kieran, and the listeners will know, if you were to put a, a labour cost of €12.50 of any activity with sheep, you'll not be long going into a negative figure. But it shows even with a full labour costing, uh, it still makes financial sense to performance of large commercial flock. I think that when you mentioned labour, like you mentioned calling out that bottom end yos, they tend to be the ones that, and you know this from your previous work, 
that most of the labour goes into. So it is a good way of identifying them or at least focusing efforts on removing them from a flock. Absolutely, Kieran. And I was just looking at some of the figures uh, before I came on here and I was just thinking that the main difference is if someone's saying that you're two and a half versus your five star, your one that jumped out to me was you're dropping from a, um, a lambing difficulty percentage of 28% down to just over 21%. And that's, uh, I looked at the figure there for the labour, it's, it's a cost of 70 cents per year on labour alone, just for lambing. So obviously cutting out these, these um, low-performing animals that are low-performing but, but high labour cost as well, um, it really does affect the bottom line. Probably something a bit more in our minds in March and April than now, but yeah, certainly it's it's something that's it has worked really considering. And then look at thank you very much. We're almost covered plenty. Hopefully we'll get you back later on in the year. Thanks very much, Dan. Plenty to think about in that episode. Again, I'd like to thank Alan for taking time out to join us and sharing his insights in the whole area. Again, look at performance scoring the commercial flocks. Hopefully something we see a lot more of in the coming seasons. Certainly it's important and it has benefits for the flock that are engaged in that process. And again, the overall importance of the data quality index. Something for pedigree breeders to focus on improving over the coming weeks and months. And something for commercial customers to take note of when they're purchasing a ram. That's it for me. For any other updates on the sheep programme, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chagas Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Overcast. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to future episodes.